Welcome to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight... Wake up, on Pots and Pans. Hey, Spunky. Hey, what's happening? Um... It's a long week. I'm not feeling 100% this week, Gingy. Yeah. I'm a little bit sick. Oh, well, fucking bit of concrete hurt in the fucking I up. did. I took some concrete and it didn't ha- It didn't help, mate. Did you, did you drink it, it or did you ingest it? In, 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 you know, inject you know, it. You know. Inject it. Why would you inject concrete? I'm not, hey, hey, I didn't say the word. You're I'm just weird. alluding to the fact. You're weird. No, I'll tell you what. I'm just not 100% this week. So um, bear with me, folks. If I get a little bit weird on tonight's podcast, it's just because of the drugs. I'm uh, doing the on-call thing this week for work for work for the tv station and uh if anyone needs drugs it's you <laughs> it uh, requires me to listen to the police ambulance and fire brigade scanner you know you 24 you hours actually, a day you don't need to listen you just choose to yeah well <laughs> you know listen 24 hours a day to see what's going on so if there's any so when the shit goes down the Ginger McNinja is there standing the right McNinja's there. The Ginger on call. Yes. And I'll tell you what, your, you, your eyes look like they're about to fall out of your head. The, the other morning, I, uh, uh, you know, there was this car accident, and I woke up at the crack of dawn to bloody get out there. and Like Superman, you rushed to the and, scene. And, uh, you know, finished filming, and when I finished filming, it was 15 minutes to get to work. And I'm like, Ugh. And it's sort of... The whole day is wrecked yeah, for is. you because I, you feel like you haven't. Done, you know, when you wake up and you do that whole routine yeah. to get ready for work, yeah. that that was skipped over. That's like you and I when we head off to a convention from from our home base here in yeah. Toowoomba. Yep. Now, like the Gold Coast is what two hours yes. away for us. Yes. So if we're going to head off and we're going to be there, especially as media or something mm. like that, we're mm. going to be there pretty early. Yep. We head off at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So you and I got to be up earlier than that. Yep. Yep. Usually we're up by about what three thirty something like that. Well, I, I, I push it a little bit further because I don't need that much yeah. time to get to, to make me look pretty. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to stay pretty. <laughs> um, but you and I head off, and I tell you what, by the end of the day, especially if we've caught up and had drinks, yeah. and you know, it, some nights like when we've done that before, yes. you and I don't head back to like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. By the time we get back to Tumbridge Street, it's like twenty four hours. It's almost straight. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, people uh, go. Geez, the next day, people, you know, go. You guys have a late night or something? You feel like throttling them They're and like, just going, "Fuck you, man!" You have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, Ginge, geek wise, yes. Um, you and I got to head along and see Edge of Tomorrow. Now, uh, new, uh, a bit of a sci-fi. I'd call it sci-fi. Would you call it sci-fi? Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, very yeah, good movie. I think, uh, and I mean. Uh, I'll say from the get-go, I really enjoyed it. My lovely lass has gone and, and ordered the book. Oh, really? <laughs> nowhere in town had it in stock. It, was, it had to be a custom order. Now, it's called... Um, All You Need Is Kill. All You Need Is and Kill. And it's a Japanese novel, from no, well, what I understand. No, it's set in Japan. Like you okay. know, In the movie, mm. there, it, it's, like, uh, it's, it's essentially a remake of... Instead of Hitler... Taking yeah, over, it's Europe. Um, it's, it's Europe. It, it, World War Two, yeah. It's like that. It's like instead, D-Day. Yeah. yeah. Instead of Hitler, it's the it's aliens. Yes. Okay, so the they've taken mimics. Mimics. They've taken over Europe. Yep. They're at essentially like like the Germans. They're they're in France, yep. and the next push is England. Yes. So it's like a D-Day, um, but a modern take yeah. with cybernetics and all this kind of stuff. Um, but in the in the book, it's actually based. They're invading Japan, yeah. and Tom Cruise's character is a Japanese soldier. Yes, whereas Tom Cruise obviously plays an American. But because Tom Cruise can't do an accent. But it's actually a um, what do you call it? Like it's Allied forces. They yes. call it. Was it the? It's almost like the UN. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually under the they command. They just don't of have a, to wear blue helmets. Of a British um, guy who's played. I can't think of the name of the actor, but he plays Mad Eye Mooney in the Harry Potter movies. Um, yeah, and, and I like him acting. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah. So Tom Cruise uh, wakes up on the front line, essentially sends over the front lines under protest, mm. right? And every time he because uh, he, he he kills an alpha. 
So one of these, one of these, um, one of these uh, mimic- aliens, mimic aliens. He kills like an alpha, and what happens is when he gets the blood on him, he gets its powers. Like these, these things can trip time. Like yes. they can reset time. Yes. So he, every time he gets killed, he goes back to the start of the day, mm. right? And he w- starts realizing that he can manipulate it and everything else. Uh, I'm not going. We're not going to spoil it, so don't worry about spoiling just, just, it. Just think, Groundhog Day meets Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, that, yeah. a few people have described it like that. Now yeah. we got to the end of it. It's a fantastic movie yes, until yes. the end, like the last five minutes, Ginge. Yeah, yeah. You're, the last five uh, minutes, yeah. four and, minutes even, and you and you're like, oh. and I knocked it. I, I marked it down in my mm. rating because of that ending. Now, everyone has said the same thing. Don't let this turn you off going along no, and watching it no. because it is fantastic. And I'm giving it four and a half out of five. It would yeah. have had five out of five except for the the last five minutes the, of the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Now Emily Blunt's amazing, and apparently that those suits like um some like what fifty pounds, yeah. Each or something I, like that. I heard a story that the first day of uh, rehearsals in the suits, Emily Blunt had put the suit on, and she realised how heavy it actually was, and that she was going to be and, filming in this for like a month, a month and a half. Yeah, and she started she started tearing up, and Tom Cruise said, "Hey, w- what's wrong?" And she said, oh, nothing. I just realized how heavy these things actually are. Instead of being sympathetic, he, um, what did he say? Like, he uh, said, harden up, princess, or yeah, something. Something along, along the, he, he must have been listening to Geek Speak and um, <laughs> heard Ginger's wise word of advice. But anyway, I gave it four out of five. Ginger, what did you give it? Yeah, I'd give it four. four and it. a half, sorry. Four and a half I'd out of five. I'd give it four and a half out of five. I really loved the, uh, you know, D-Day invasion sort of, you know, uh, look of the yeah, film, yeah, you know, and I tell you, it was very. Um, it had a, a lot of light-hearted moments in it. Yes, yes. Um, and and yeah, look, honestly, do yourself a favour, go along, check it out. It's worthwhile seeing it on yeah. the big screen. Uh, we saw it in three D. Yes, and 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 they really shot the shit out of this with three D. They did. Like there was none of that cheesy whoa. No, not at you all. Know? It's one of the few three D films I've seen lately that I think works in three D. Yeah. Um, everything about the film I really enjoyed. The the tech didn't really feel that futuristic. That it was unbelievable. Yep. The the aircraft that they were flying had propellers. It, it just really felt, you know, really grounded in reality. And but the problem is. It's not making that much money in America. No, apparently in uh, North America, uh, not doing too good worldwide, has almost, uh, like when you take in the worldwide takings yeah, plus North America. It's, it's nearly made its money. It's nearly though. broken it's even. It's just about there. Yeah, um, and it'll do well in DVD and yeah. everything else, Blu-ray sales. But yeah, um, and apparently like you, you may not see any follow-up because, mm. um, once again, the old, if it doesn't do well in North America, yep. they see it as a flop, the, which the, I just don't get. That's right. The, the, the opening weekend, it made $22 million in Northern America, yep. but worldwide it made 100 111 million dollars. Yeah, but that so, ain't count. That ain't and care. It, and it only costs like 170 million dollars to make the actual movie. Crazy, isn't it? Like, you I know? mean, you know, Hollywood needs to to change its it's ways. Like the Golden Compass, man. You'll that's why see yeah, another Golden Compass. Why we didn't get another Golden Compass because yeah. it was a flop in North America. Mm. Well, they say it's a flop, but well, anyway. Yeah. Um, I tell you what else. I got to go along and see, yeah. and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed. Didn't think I would. I thought, oh, you know, this is a chick flick. I'll take the lovely lass along to it. Maleficent. Angelina Jolie in the role. Uh, what do you give me that look for? What, Maleficent, hey? Yeah, I tell you what, uh, um, okay. for a Disney film, Ginge, I yeah. was impressed. Oh, and, yeah. and Angelina Jolie, I'm not the biggest fan of Angelina Jolie. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I only watched <laughs> Tomb Raider the whole way through. Start, where to go, the other night with the lovely lass. Oh, come on, Tomb Raider's a I good movie. Ne- I had never seen it all the way through. Oh, well, well, shame on you, oh, sir. I know, shame, shame on, on me, because you. you know what, Ginge? It it's, was actually pretty good. It's a fucking good movie, yeah, and, and she's bouncing around on the, the, the bouncy buddy cables on I the roof know. and shit. It, well, I enjoyed it. The I robot d- at the beginning? Get off my back, okay? I finally saw it, and I liked it. The giant But buddy. anyway, going back, Maleficent. 
Right? Mm. Really good. Quite enjoyable. And Did you uh, like her horn? Yeah. <laughs> Smart ass. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. Mm. The makeup in it is very good. And yeah. it, yes, I know it's a Disney film, and this sounds redundant saying it, but it is very Disneyfied, if you know what I mean. Like, oh, it's okay. The look of it, it's yeah. very, you know, it's, it's like Walt was still alive and, and in the studio going, I want this to look like this. And yeah. It's, it was magical. Like, I, I don't mean to sound like an idiot, but it was magical. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, safe to take the kids along. Yeah. And um, guys, if your girl's a bit of a geek girl, bit of, likes a bit of Disney stuff, take her along. Because I tell you, you probably get a bit of a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. And she's going to thank you for it. You and know, it's a, something nice to do for your girl. And like Saving Mr. Banks, none of the, uh, the towns in it look like Australian towns. No. But why would they? Because it's not based in Australia, you twat. I'm just saying. <laughs> Actually, it's 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 quite beautiful the way it's shot. Yeah, um, was it in three D? No, two D. Yeah, two D. Um, oh, I, I, we saw it in two D. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, no, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm going to give it um, yeah four and a half out of five as well. There. Angelina That's, Jolie is really sort of I don't know what she what she's I've just never she, been a big fan. Like I liked her in Mister and Mrs Smith. Yeah. Um, what about and, wanted she she uh, was going through that stage where she almost sort of. She turned into Madonna. She didn't the look phys- right. Physicality. She, she of- was too scrawny in that. Yeah. Um, but going back and watching, like I was saying earlier, I, I watched Tomb Raider right through Tomb Go Raider Go watch one. Tomb Raider 2 now. Oh, we're man. going to. We, yeah. We've got the, the two-pack there yep. at home. Yep. Um, but I, I liked it, and I thought she, she looked a lot healthier back then. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know whether she was still with Billy Bob Thornton at that stage, was she? Because well, she, she, she was like 2,000 yeah, or something. I, was I, made. Having a vial of blood around your neck always makes you feel better. <laughs> I know it does for me. Is that my blood you've got around your neck? Hey, you know, bros before hoes, uh, man. Ah, moving along. Okay, Ginge. We're going to talk about the massive... Um, how do you describe it? I guess you say uh, almost I'm, I'm, shit fight. I'm going to say brouhaha. Brouhaha that Look. happened in Australian comics... A week or so ago. No, 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 no. You didn't say it right. What happened in Australia in the Australian comic industry? Well, this is what happened. But anyway, uh, hey, Aussie, I, Aussie creator and and I tell you what, top bloke uh, Dean Rankin had a post up there. And he said it at panels, and I tell you what, a lot of people gr- agree with him. I know I did. Mm. Where he come out and he said, "Look, a lot of Australian comics are shit." Yeah. Um, but you're not really allowed to go out and say it, and that's a problem. Yes. Anyway, a lot of people go, "Yeah, Dean, we agree," and and, and everything because else. because he said and. When I was first making comics, the, the first ones that I brought out was shit as well. And I acknowledged the fact that they were, yeah, and, and but a, I got better. And a lot of artists were agreeing, writers as well, going, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, in the first couple of books you do are kind of crap and, and blah, 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 blah. You don't quite and, know um, what you're doing. I know myself, I'd made a post on there saying, um, you know, look, we've been retailing Australian comics now for 10 years. Yep. And my biggest problem is, uh, you know, there's, there are a handful that sell, and when they do sell, they sell very well. Yeah, yeah. And the reason, they look like a book from the big two. Yep. They can compete on the shelves against yep. DC and Marvel and that's, because they look, they feel like a, an American yes. style comic. Um, and I that's said, all, it's, that's how people's perceptions are and you are never going to change that. No, because people want to pick up a book and have it look like something they get from, yep. you know, um, the big companies that, in America. That's why you'll never have a car with 60 wheels no. <laughs> because <laughs> people like- want what they're used to. They want four they wheels, want, Ginge, four as wheels. As much as people say we want something different, no, 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 no. We want more of the same. So that is, that's essentially it. And, and these big companies know that. Yep. But anyway, more, and, and I said on there, you know, the ones that, that don't do well are because they have regular printing sizes, the quality's not there, mm. um, amateurish artwork. And I said, sadly, people don't want to change to fit in. Yeah. And uh, that, that comment got a lot of likes on it. And the, the conversation kept going. 
And then it kind of, someone said something about the industry. I don't know who, I can't remember now. And um, <laughs> Australia's number one uh, self-appointed comic uh, aficionado and, and gatekeeper of the, of the comic scene in Australia, Tristan Jones, um, did not agree that there was an industry. So there is no industry. It's a scene and the puddle, he called it a puddle, I do believe. And said it's too polluted. It's a tiny puddle of things. It's too polluted. What, what? Essentially tore the ass out of it. And uh, I took umbrage of that and said, well, I believe there is an industry. I'm working in it because I'm promoting. You and I do it yeah. week in, week out. We yep. promote Australian content. Yep. We uh, work with Australian um, comic producers to yes. sell their books. Yep. To me, that's an industry, Ginge. If you're, um, if, if you're, if you're making it, it, say you're a miner. Yep. The actual guys that dig shit, not people <laughs> under 18. Right? Yeah. Say, say if you're mining for gold, you process it, you sell it, someone else buys it. Yep. That's an industry, That's right? an industry. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you find one gram or 2,000 kilograms of yep. it. You're still in an it, industry, It's right? an industry. So it's the same with comics. If you're producing the comic, yep. um, you know, like you're drawing the comic, writing the comic, whatever else, then yep. you're going and you're actually getting it printed. Yeah. Uh, then you take it to conventions. You work with retailers to sell it yeah. and promote it. Well, guess what? That's a fucking industry. It doesn't, doesn't matter that it's it may only be single-digit industry, let alone yeah. five... Thousand digit industry. You can call it a cottage industry if you want. It's a fucking industry, nonetheless. Yeah. Anyway, uh, things degenerated after that. There was uh, a number of other people who who did agree that it was um, an industry. Sadly, a lot of uh, comic creators chose not to get on there and actually uh, talk publicly about it. Some of the more successful successful ones, they decided to instead message myself and other creators privately and go, "We totally agree." And and you're kind of like, "Well, get on there and say it." Oh, we don't want the backlash. And yeah, so you're I, like, and, and, and I get I, I get I where can, they're coming from. And I, you know what, guys? Me too. And I, I kind of walked away from the computer for a couple of hours, came back. This thing kept going for a couple of days. Was, it was quite there was, funny. There was like 300 and something yeah. by the end of it, but, wasn't uh, it? Once again, um, you know, Darren Close got on there. He had a, cra- a, a bit of a well-spoken crack and, uh, and got torn apart on there uh, by a certain uh, person mentioned earlier. And um, and I thought that was a bit unfair. And after that, it degenerated into just name calling, essentially. Mm. And even and this is the thing, uh, essentially, a comment from Tristan Jones, who said, the, "Kaboom, my shop could burn to the ground and wouldn't, you know, essentially wouldn't raise an eye eyebrow from most of the the comic." community in Australia. I thought that was really funny considering we're one of, you know, probably about three or four shops in Australia actually selling Australian-made comics That's right. and promoting them actively. So one out of four goes down. I'd say a lot of Aussie creators probably would notice that because you're one shop less selling your product. Because you know what, Tristan? It is a fucking industry. And sadly, mate, if you don't want to be part of it, maybe you should fuck off back overseas or somewhere like that. I, d- I did like someone's comment that said, show us how it's done. Yeah, they actually called him out on it and said, uh, why don't you make your own Australian comic? Book, show us all how it's done, and uh, I reckon that's a good challenge. I reckon he should put his money where his mouth is and actually make something instead of just running over to work for you know IDW and stuff like that. But um, yeah, put your money where your mouth is, make a great Australian comic book, market it, sell it, and actually help create uh, a bigger industry here instead of trying to uh, tear it apart. Um, but anyway, that's my feelings. I just think he needs to pull his head in. But good on all the Aussie creators who banded together, guys like Pat Purcell and all that, who are pushing the Australian comic industry. People are seeing. People want there to be an, uh, a larger industry than what it is. They do. They're, they're striving for there it. Is, but, and there, you know, there, sadly, it takes one or two idiots out there bad mouthing it. And um, this is what happened in the nineties. This is what happened in the early two thousands, yep. early noughties, as we call it. And um, it hasn't changed. It's the same few idiots out there who just decide. 
that they don't want to, you know, they don't want to work or play with the others, and they just want to pull apart everything, you know, all the good hard work they do. Yeah, these other people do. They just want to pull it all apart, and um, you know, I just think it's sad. It's fucking sad. Like, it is an industry. It's a growing industry, and if more people jump behind it and support it, guess what? It may never be on. You know, we may never have two major publishers like yeah. DC and Marvel. Yep. That's a different era. But I tell you what, it can be a healthy, strong industry if everyone works together. I like the fact that the the guys from Winter City Productions are trying to push beyond what people expect from Australian comics. Exactly. People, it, there is an expectation out there, much like the expectation of Australian indie films, to be shit. Yeah. And to not be up to par with American films. And... I love the fact that these guys are pushing beyond the means of what people expect. Have a look at anything that uh, the Purcell brothers are putting out yep. through Winter City Productions. Yep. Be it Winter City, uh, Mechanical Knights, yep. uh, Left Hand Path. They are well presented, yes. well put together, you know, slick books. And yep. I tell you what, they jump off the shelf. They are fantastic. Yeah. And you know, they're not the only ones doing it. There's other guys out there. Darren Close's Killaroo books, mm. fantastic. Still one of our top sellers. Yeah. Um, we just had to restock again the other day, you know, because uh, it flies off the shelf and it's not tourists. It's not, you know, which was something was brought up as this cultural cringe. Yes. You know, and... Uh, while, while, while I'm over in another country, I'll buy that country's version of what a comic book yeah. is. Yeah. I tell you what, hand on heart, we don't sell them to tourists. We sell them to locals. We sell yeah. them to Aussies who go, "Oh, awesome, Killaroo! I'll pick that up. That sounds great." Yep. And then they come back and buy more. Yep. Yep. So you know, this whole thing of oh, a comic like that, you know, it's, it's cultural cringe and it, it talks down to Australians and all that kind of stuff. You know, like shows us in a bad light. And no, it doesn't. You know what? It's just a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek look at, at Australian culture, and Australians love it. They snap it up. So the thing is, I think what people think is that Australian comics need to be written by an Australian. The character in the comic needs to be Australian, in Australia, talking Australian things. I, it, it, it doesn't. I mean, like, it, that, you know... Um, yes, there are comics out there that do that. Killaroo does that. I mean, yep. Soldier Legacy does that. Yep. Um, you know, there are... Book, Crayfish, even. Um, you yeah. know, yep. it's based in Australia, Australian yep. characters, everything yep. else. Yep. But it doesn't need to be. Winter City's not based uh, in Australia. That's right. Um, Changing Ways, you know, isn't based in Australia. Yep. Um, you know, books like uh, Rudy Cool. Even, it's not based in Australia. Even, even the new one, Left Hand Path, is based, based in, in Los LA. Angeles. You know, you know what I mean? I and just... Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I just think, um, I think this whole idea of cultural cringe, get over it. You know what I mean? And yeah, like like you say, um, to me, an Aussie comic yeah. is something that is is written, um, hopefully drawn in Australia. Not all of them are. Some of them got overseas artists, but yep. they're written in Australia, produced in Australia, sold in Australia, and promoted in Australia. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's an Australian comic book to me. I this, the thing that that always rubs me the wrong way when it comes to Australian films is that people have that mentality that it needs to be a film that's based in Australia. Yeah. Why does it need to be? Why can't it just be a good story and it could be anywhere in the world? Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the greatest films that was made in Australia by an Australian, the film's called Dark City. That film was, obviously, there was there was a couple Australian actors in it, but there was yeah. actors from overseas. Uh, um, Melissa Ruf- George was Melissa in George it. Melissa George was in it. Rufus, Rufus Segwell so, so, was in it. I, like, I liked it. I John it was a good movie. Uh, not John Hurt. The, the film was based in a city, you know, you didn't that know could where have, it was. That could have been anywhere. Could have been um, British. Could have been American. That's could right. Could have been anything. Much like The Crow, you never re- it, it never really showed where it was in the world. Yeah. And I love those films where it could be any city in the world. Therefore, anyone who watches this from around the world can think that it's somewhere in there. And I love it when you pepper in different yeah. kind of nationalities in there too because it could be 
anywhere. Like you say, anywhere. But anyway, that's what happened. Uh, that's since been deleted. And uh, and I like someone did go on there and said maybe you should have uh, phrased it differently, Dean, and said there's um, there's some comics out. You know, maybe not call them shit. <laughs> as much as we do, um, you know, maybe, maybe say use the word amateur. Maybe there's some amateurish comics that could be different. Um, it could grow to be better, and uh, you know, maybe kind of promote it in a better light, a bit yeah. more positive light. And to those naysayers, and, and, and I'm, you know, once again, I say it about Tristan Jones: put your money where your mouth is, put up or shut up. Uh, help the Australian comics industry, and yes, it is an industry. Or you know what? Just fade away because it is going to grow, and uh, we don't need naysayers like you carrying on like twats. Uh, just quickly uh, changing tact a little bit, yep. I've noticed uh, there's a lot of comics out there. Well, there's a lot of projects out there on Kickstarter. It's not just comics, but I know where you're going. Yeah, graphic novels, from. you know, comics. But there, there's a lot out there that what they're doing is instead of... Well, I love the fact that Rudy Cool was drawn and everything was ready to go. And uh, Saurabh was using Kickstarter as the sales delivery device. Yeah, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. It's a good way of doing it. But there are too many books out there who go out, they, they do a Kickstarter campaign or Indiegogo. They or do some sketches. Possible. Uh, they do a few sketches. They go, oh, we've got an idea. We've got a script. This, that, nothing. But there's no real work. Like no. they have, they've done nothing beforehand. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then um, people are waiting and waiting and waiting. And, and, wait. and, and it gets go- to the date when they're supposed to be I'll tell you a little something. I'm not going to name names or projects or anything else. I, there's one I backed on, on um, I think it was Kickstarter. Yeah. I'm still waiting. This is like two and a half, three months now. Yeah. After it ended, I'm still yeah. waiting to get my rewards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is the book or, or, or a, a book special and things? A book and something else. Oh, okay. Um, it's not the first time. This is like the second one to do it to me now. Yeah. Um, and it's it's starting to get to the stage where I'm looking at going, you know what, I might not back some of these these uh, projects. Yeah. And, and I like to. I like to do it with yep. short films. I've backed one or two short films. I've you know, a number of books, stuff like that. I like doing it. I like supporting these people. Yeah. But now that some of them are getting slack, they're not living up to their promise. Now, yeah. you've taken the money from people. Yes. You should be getting this stuff out. Get it out in a prompt fashion. Yeah. Right? I, I honestly don't believe in the fact of pay before the product is ready to go. I think that's putting doubt into my head to whether I will ever back anything that is like that again. Yeah. I, I want what, like what Saurabh did, I want there to be it's a like finished the, product it's, ready it's, to go. Well, yeah, it just had to be printed, but the, the book is essentially, it's, it's done, yeah. it's coloured, it's written, yeah. everything else. The file is ready, ready to, to be sent to the, 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 more, the you printer. Know, if, more, more people should be using that. And I tell you what, there's, it's not just uh, here in Australia, it's apparently in the UK, the US and everything. Yeah. There are a growing number of projects where these people have, have essentially got the money, then turn around and gone, oh, we're not going to finish the project. Well, did you see that but, one? But there's no way of getting back. You, know, you really, yeah. you kind of can't seem to. There's some ways. If you used a credit card, I guess you can, you can claim some of it back or whatever else through through your credit card provo- provider. But apparently, there's a lot of people who just walk away. And go, oh, I couldn't be bothered. I'm not going to try and get my money back. Uh, so these people are getting money for nothing. Yeah. And I tell you what, if that keeps happening, remember we said this ages ago. Yes, yes. We yes. said this is what's going to ruin crowd sourcing mm. projects. Yeah. People are going to turn around and just go. Nah, been burnt once or twice. Not going to do it again. Yeah, for it to put a doubt into Todd, your head. Yep. You know, I. It's really. You know what I'm like. I'm pretty. I'm pretty liberal but, with my money. I'm kind of like, oh, you, you, you're kicking off. You got a book and idea. Fuck it. Here, take some of my money. Good luck. But, I want to see you. But for you who, who are a, re- a retailer, you're doing it from a business point of view, where you're like, oh, great. I love the look of that art. I love the idea of this story. Actually, well, see, a lot of times I, I don't do it as a like. I back their retailer. Yeah. Um, rewards on, on, on if it's yeah. a comic at least yeah. I, I back retailer rewards and like I say there's been one or two I've been stuffed around on yeah. and I'm kind of like mm. if you come out with like some of us saying oh we're going to launch another issue soon 
if you do a via Kickstarter or Indiegogo or Possible, I'm probably not going to back you well, if I've been stuffed around the first time. Yeah, like there's been times, and I'm, we're not going to say names or anything like that, where, like you say, promotions or uh, special uh, products that are supposed to be shipped with your order don't come through. There's so many, so many times before people go, or before you're going to go, no, fuck it. Yeah. Unless I see it in my hand, I am only ever going to buy it. Yeah, once bitten, twice shy, um, yeah. as the old saying goes. But it's sad. Um, but, yeah, I guess if, if here's a note to, to future comic creators. Yeah. Or what, you know, if you're potentially looking at doing yep. a comic or a graphic novel or whatever, short film, and you go, I'm, I'm thinking of doing um, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, Possible, whatever. Yeah. Word of advice. Live up to your promise. That's it. Right? Don't fuck people over. Don't rip them off. Deliver, you know, whatever your product is in a timely fashion, yeah. the rewards, whatever else. You know what? Good luck to you, and you'll probably do well. Stuff them around, and you're going to fail. The thing I see lately is that people aren't going out of their way to fulfill rewards. It's almost like, oh, uh, I kind of, you know, I kind of were going to stay up late tonight and do it for you, but... You know what? I prefer to sleep in, or I've already got your money, so I don't really need to fulfill yeah, up. Yeah, nothing, nothing irks you more than when you, you know, especially if it's a book or something like that, yeah. you paid for it. Yeah, you know, pay, paid your money um, on, on, on the crowdsourcing uh, platform, yep. whatever it is. Yep. And then suddenly it pops up, um, you know, you see in your feed or you get messages, you know, oh, yep, the book's been published. And then suddenly it's been toured around at conventions and everywhere else. And you sit there going, well, hang on, I, I, I helped fund that. Where's my copy? Yeah. You know? And, I spent hundreds of dollars on that thing. And you know about. At, yeah, you just kind of look at it and go, what the fuck? Yeah. So, you know, it gets disappointing. But, but, but And for you, it, it, it's it, it's almost, you know, some some artists and some writers think it's nitpicking for you to, to come to them and say, hey, it's been about three months and I haven't seen what you've got. Hey, Ginge, it's time for... It's Marvel Oh, yeah. This week, Ginge, I want to pimp Hazard, the comic series by uh, Dean Hampstead. Now, I'll tell you what, Dean has been following us for a little while. He sent me a press release. We posted that uh, last week. And I'll tell you what, he sent me a PDF of the comic. I'm fucking impressed. And you, you opened it up on the computer and you showed me tonight. And I'm like, huh, I, that's interesting. I don't know how to describe it. I'm going to try. Yep. Bear with me, mm. right? Come along, folks. If, come, if with, you're come on this journey to our regular this listeners m- and, and our new listeners, everyone. If you're magical journey with us, hop on this magic carpet and come along with me as I try to describe what a fucking awesome comic this dun, is. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> now, what I want to do? Um, okay, so uh, Hazard. It's a story about a young bloke, construction worker called Nico. Mm-hmm. Right, suddenly um, he's on the run. Essentially, There's this mob of two different kind of um, organisations are okay. chasing. Yep. So he, he flees to his father, to, mm-hmm. who's a former major in, in the army or whatever, or like a special ops. Yeah. And his father's trying to get him, uh, you know, he's a bit nonchalant about it all. Like, uh, I think I taught you to shoot one of these, right? <laughs> and um, and then he's on the run, and, he, and the tr- he's got, no, he realises he's got to get out of the country. They're after him for yep. something. Yep. He's not quite sure. You've got two organisations, and it ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Holy hell, right? Really well. It's well written. You it's, really it's, enjoyed the story. The, you pa- were the me. pacing was good. Yep. Um, but here's the kicker. The artwork. I like it, but it's weird. <laughs> no, bear with me. Now, is it weird like um, they it's... they are drawing it with a women's breasticles? No. No? Okay. What it is, it's like storyboards. for Like if you're shooting a film. Like storyboard artwork. Storyboard artwork. Yeah. 
but 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 but, but, but put panel to panel and and use as a comic book. But okay? de- detailed storyboard artwork. It's Look, not it's, it's, it's not it's, stick man. No, like no, it's, your, it's your your storyboard. It's sketchy. It's quick looking, right? It doesn't look like it's been. Um, I wouldn't say it's a finished art style, if you know what I mean. It doesn't quite look inked. No, it doesn't look inked. It doesn't look finished off. It's it's raw, like a lot of raw lines in it and stuff yep. like that. It's sketchy, is what yeah. I'll say. Yep. But. There's an amazing amount of detail within it. Yes. Like you look at it and you kind of go, look. In certain panels, the figures might be very basic. Yep. But then, in but there's little f- details yeah. in the foreground or the background, like it's just little things, like in a shed or you know, it might be a, a shot of a, of a kitchen sink or something like that. And there's a lot of detail on it. You go, holy fuck! Yeah. It's simple but detailed. Like, I know this sounds it's, stupid, right? <laughs> but it's, it's simple but detailed. Yeah, I I don't really know how to ex- explain, how to explain it. it. It's, it's, yeah, I, mm. Right? And so, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I'll tell you what. Now, you know, we give a Geekspeak rating out of five, yeah. okay? Yeah. You know what? What? I'm going to rate it five out of five. What? Dean, Dean Hampstead, guess what, sir? Five out of fucking five. I'm, I am so intrigued <laughs> to pick up. No, I am. I'm not, you know, I'm not pulling your chain here, Ginge. I'm intrigued to pick up the next issue. Yeah. Now, it's launching at Supernova. So, uh, Brendan, uh, last this weekend. past weekend, past as you're weekend, listening to it. It launched at Supernova. Mm. Brendan's down there. He's going to grab some grabs, hopefully, uh, from different crea- Aussie creators. Hopefully, he'll talk to Dean. But I'll tell you what, mate. Hopefully, he picks up a, a few copies of Hazard. So Dean, that- you've got me hooked. I can't wait to see the next issue. <laughs> right? And this is why I'm giving it five out of five. Because, okay, it might not be necessarily my style, of, my favorite art style but the to, fact- to, that I like in my comics. But the fact that it's it's hooked you. It's hooked me. That's it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sitting there reading it because, you know, we come from a, a short film background, yeah. you and I. Yeah. And I'm reading it the whole time going, this is shot for shot how I would lay out shooting a short yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like storyboards. It's yeah. well story. It's... But it's not finished like a comic panel. It's yeah. it's more like they've grabbed storyboards and put together and put word balloons in there. And, yep, yep. But it flows. It flows well. Mm. It looks it looks good. It I does. can't wait to it, see. Like, I read it off a PDF. I'm waiting to see a printed copy in my hands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it another read. Then I'm going to slap you in the head with it and go, read this. <laughs> um, because, you know, I do that to you quite yeah. often. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But f- that that's the one thing... Uh, first issue comic needs is it needs to hook you. Yeah, there's no there's no way that it, it you know no way can it have the perfect art Oop. the perfect story if it at the end of it where you go yeah that was good but I'm not going to buy the second one broken line uh, yeah. like Gestalt Comics yeah. uh, that did it for me like I remember I said yeah I just yeah. it didn't quite hook me um, and, and, then, I, and then and then after talking about it you you you. I mean, reassess the situation. Yes, you have hooked me. Oh, uh, I kind of, but now I'm, I'm, I'm flipping and flopping again, and I'm kind of like I'm reluctant to kind of pick up the. I'm going to pick up the next issue because yep. I said I will. Yeah, but I'm a little bit reluctant. I'm kind of like, if it doesn't do it, I've wasted money dig- buying something digitally that yeah. I can't pass on to someone else. I can't go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't enjoy, but you might here take it. Yeah, once you buy it digitally, you're stuck with it. You That's know what right. I mean? It's not a physical copy. Yep. That's my biggest problem with the devil's device, Ginge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. is that I spend money buying something that I just can't. Flog off, and the, and the fact that Dean has has made a product where at the end of it you've gone fucking I want to see where this goes, yeah, and I really, you know, I will put my money where my mouth is and I'll actually buy the next issue and see what's going to happen. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to ha- check out, get some more information for yourself, that kind of thing, yeah. Type in Hazard Comic Series in the Facebook, mm-hmm. right? There's a page there. It's a, it's, it's a list under book series. Mm-hmm. Hazard, H-A-Z-A-R-D, Comic Series. Look it on up. And, uh, look, I'm really blown away by it. In the front, look, uh, there's a photo on there of yeah. someone holding the, the printed copy. 
It's black and white, but you know what? I like it. It looks it, good. And well, I mean, you saw the PDF. Yeah, it's I, just I, the PDF in printed form. But it looks good. I like it. Um, so there you go. It launched at Supernova Sydney. You better pick it up at other places. And I know for a fact we here at Kaboom Comics in Toowoomba will be stocking it. I cool, hope man. other Australian comic book stores. The likes of King's Comics, All-Star, even Ace Comics in Brisbane. There's a number of comic shops around Australia who do support Australian comics. If your store doesn't, your local shop, hit them up and see if they will. Otherwise, pop along, check it out. Um, I'm sure that uh, if you contact Dean via the Facebook page, he'll be able to send it to you Australia-wide. And uh, it's great. Check it out. Mate, love it. Good work, Dean. Five out of five, Geekspeak rating. Something interesting I spotted this week. You yeah. actually posted it, but you haven't had a chance to watch it no, yet. No, because I was at work when I when I saw it, and I went, you know what? I'm going to post this to my, my timeline <laughs> on Facebook so that I remember to come back to it. And you haven't yet. No. But I did. Um, there's a trailer on the net mm-hmm. for a, a documentary, a definitive documentary on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's the real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so they're talking to uh, to Laird and Eastman, the two creators, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Uh, they talk to fans. They talk mm-hmm. to the guys who acted in the movies, voiced the cartoon characters, and it chronicles the the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from yeah. the creation to now. Now, Paramount Films apparently have done the, the documentary. It's available in August, okay? So keep an eye out for that. And August, I watched the trailer and I got hooked. I was like, I want to watch that. That's cool. I love. I, you and I grew up as Turtles fans. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's a feature-length documentary. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I really want to check this out and see what it, how, how it looks. Head along to YouTube, type in Turtle Power Official Trailer, okay, yes. from Power, Paramount Pictures. It's a 98-minute documentary, um, but the trailer, I, don't, I can't remember how long it goes, a couple of minutes. Um, check it out. It's it looks great. And the, and the thing is that it's now 30 years since Ninja Turtles was created. Yeah. So technically, you know, they're not really teenagers anymore. But <laughs> have you... If you look at it that way. Have you seen or, or heard whispers that in this new Ninja Turtles movie... Yeah. ...that, yeah, the, from what I understand, it's just going to be called Ninja Turtles because... So they're not teenagers. They're not actually going to be teenagers in this version oh. of the movie. And recently I saw a photo of some action figures for the Ninja Turtles series, yep. uh, this, this this movie. And they've got the regular-sized Ninja Turtle, yep. but they've also got a baby turtle and also a teenage version. Really? There's like Raphael baby, Raphael teenage, Raphael Ninja Turtle. Yeah. So I don't like that idea. What, I just, yeah. To me, they've always been... Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Okay. And I love... My, I've still got my original um, action figures. I've got a full set of, of the Turtles. I've got uh, Casey Jones. Mm. I think I've still got fuck, Splinter. Really? Yeah. I've oh. even got the Turtle bike. Oh, um, I've got some cool shit, man. I always wanted the blimp, man. I always wanted the blimp. I had I, the van. I, I, I used to have the van. Fuck you. I did. I, had, you. I had it as a kid. It was fuck cool. Fuck you in your... F- mm. Yeah. <laughs> The, bl- the blimp. I, I've been onto eBay a couple of times, it's and I've been re- I've been so close to buying it, man. I'm going to tell you something that I have never told anyone in my life. Yeah. When you're telling not you're telling our listeners. No, no, no. I'm me. telling you. N- okay. Listen, Just tune out, listeners. He's listen, telling me. A... I'm, I'm going to cut this in in the the edit. No, you won't. But uh, me and my best friend in primary school were really big Ninja Turtles fans. Yeah. Right? There was a, there was one day where we. We're making like a Ninja Turtles costumes, but we weren't making like the full costumes. Yeah, we were just making the masks. Yeah, and the only material we could get to make the masks. Yeah, was Chucks. Oh my god, the old Chucks, the old green and white Chucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and we made Ninja Turtle masks out of How'd sharks. How'd you paint them? How'd you get them colored? No, no, we just used the green and white. <laughs> <laughs> so they weren't really Ninja Turtles, and they weren't but, but, You're saying you're selling it to me. I'm like, and I thought you were about to like. I, was, I thought you were like. We like literally kind of broke into someone's house and stole some Ninja Turtle stuff or something like that. And all you're going is, I, I want to tell you this big dark secret. I've never told anyone else. We made Ninja Turtle esque masks. <laughs> they weren't coloured out of chucks. And I'm kind of like, Ginge, that's a disappointing fucking story. <laughs> but we did find a uh, a stormwater drain near our house. And did you climb into it? We climbed it. No, no, it was it was open. It was like it was uh, just the tunnel. A right? culvert. Yeah. It, it was it was the tunnel yeah. that the, the the water comes out of. Yeah, and we, we'd get on. You still our, shouldn't climb into them, kids. No, well you can't now. I've since been back years later, driving past <laughs> you, oversized man child, and you can't. Well, I couldn't get get into it now. <laughs> but but the Think thin thoughts, the, the local councils actually put bars over the gr- over the, ho- the and it the signs tunnel. up saying Wade Copson do not enter. Yeah, this means fuck you, off, bitch. But we we took torches and everything and on our bikes and rode up. The, this tunnel, yeah. and we got so far up in this tunnel that you couldn't see the end of the tunnel. But then again, you couldn't see any further. Yeah. It just kept on going straight, really, and and bent around a little bit so that you couldn't see the light from the other side. Oh, and the further you went up, you just, there was always a point just around the corner where you went. Now, fuck this, we're going back. We could never. There was never a point where we went all the way up yeah, and yeah. found. You were you hoping know, to find Splinter. We, we were hoping to find the railway station <laughs> out of Ninja at the very end of Ninja Turtles. Oh, shit. You know, I mm, you're a worry. There, I always hoped we could find something large that you could build a fort or something yeah. there, but nah. ne- never. If we one decent uh, downpour of rain would have got washed away yeah, anyway. Yeah, you poor poor man. One one day, one day I'll build it. Tell you a little something uh, happened to me this week. I uh, I ordered in yeah. through the business, yeah. uh, through the shop. Oh, so you rode off on tax? No, uh, maybe. A pair of um, boxer shorts, Ginge. Yeah. Geek boxer shorts. Do you, the, the, that you're going to wear as pajamas? They're, ta- they're the TARDIS. Boxer shorts. Boxer what, what, shorts done what, the TARDIS. They're blue. blue, with the, and what, they windows? The, yeah, and all that on Can them. Can you open the window No, up? it's painted on the material. It's oh. printed on the material. What about the fly? If you open the fly up, does that's, it... That's kind of the can, middle of the door. Can you see... Can you see... Like, is there a flap that no, open up and you can see... I'm not see going it? into that much detail. Anyway... I just want to... So I, I, bought, I bought them to surprise my lovely lass. Okay, she, you know, oh, she didn't di- know about she's it. She's a diehard Doctor Who So she knows about it now. She knows about it now. Well, let me tell you what happened, right? So I put them on the other night. I it's a lovely story. I walk out of the bathroom and I've got them on, right? I'm standing there proud as punch and I went, ta-da! And she goes, Just oh, them? What? I'm trying to picture it. Did you have a shirt on? No, I had no shirt on. <laughs> anyway, Continue. I'm standing there yeah. and I went, ta-da! And she goes, I really love them. They're awesome. I'm like, I know. And I said, guess what? She goes, what? I said, it's bigger on the inside. And what did she do? She laughed. Can, can, can I get you to reenact her laugh? Um, okay. Was it, was, it, was it a... <laughs> or was it a... <laughs> yeah, probably a mixture of column A, column B. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not sure what my girl thinks of wow. me and my TARDIS boxer may, may, I may, Maybe... Can, can we do an experiment and you do the exa- exact same thing what, tonight? What? Oh, what? In front of you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got them on right now, Jin. Hang on. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. How do they look, Ginge? No, no, leave them on. Hey, Ginge. Hey, leave, leave hey, Ginge, guess what? Don't take... Ta- hey, Ginge, I'm not what? looking. I'm it's not bigger look- on the inside. <laughs> I don't think you even believe that from that laugh. I've still got my eyes closed. Is it, <laughs> is it safe? It is. It's safe. Is it safe? Is it safe? Is it safe? It's safe. 
I've been watching the old Clerks cartoons. It's good. I went back to episode one to uh, start watching it again. Um, I've got to sit to the lovely accent. She's never seen them. I like because I keep using that. Yeah. That line is, is, it, is safe? it safe? And I always use and Especially I love it. Especially since you're in the shop here too. Leonardo, Leonardo. Yeah. Well played, Clerk. Well played. I love it. I one think it's of us. One of us. I love that series. Pretty. It only got what six episodes. That's all they they made of it. I, I can't. Six, remember. seven. I I've got remember. the DVD box set at home. Mm. Mm. We bought it at James Holland Bob's Secret Station. Yeah, mine says um, uh, Wade. Uh, to Wade, I eat ass. Love Jason Mewes. Yeah, mine said something along the lines of Snooch to the Nooch or something mm. like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice meeting him. He's 40 years old today. Memory. And I, I noticed on Kevin Smith's uh, Facebook page, it says, uh, a very happy birthday to my uh, hetero life mate. That's what I call you. Jason Muse. You're my hetero life mate. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. You're my Jason Muse. What? Actually, that's weird. Because I, I, you're more kind of Kevin Smith than I am. Well. So yeah. we're, we're kind of opposite. You, you'd kind of be the, well, are you the crazy drug-taking reformed? Yeah, Pretty boy, yeah, uh, yeah, I am. And yeah. you're like, you're like, yeah, that's how I would see it. <laughs> I'm just and, sitting here nodding. You can't and, hear it on a podcast, but and, I'm fucking nodding. And you're like, and you're the f- fat, <laughs> overweight, tubby, balding. which is weird because you're not actually balding. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I would love if I was balding a little bit further down my back. <laughs> uh, Ginger, are you suffering from your winter pelt again? I, uh, I uh, went over and said good day to mum and dad this week, and mum's pointed out to me. She went. You notice your father's getting very thin on top? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Dad's 60, yeah. and it's only now sort of hitting him. Yeah. So I'm hoping to God that I get to 60, and then it starts. My old man started uh, kind of thinning out around 50. Yeah. Um, so I knew it was coming. Like, I'm, and my, yeah, my brother Troy, yeah. he's, he's worse than Dad. Yeah. My brother Kent, the middle mm. brother, he's mm. actually, uh, he's got fantastic head of hair and I kind of go I'm, I'm thinning yeah. but at a very slow rate <laughs> and I've kind of said I, and I have said this and so I, much so uh, that you put honey in your hair to, to, to keep it in there twat <laughs> Mol- um, okay molasses I would never go the old toupee or anything like that okay no. I always why say, not no fuck off if, if I do it I'm going super villain evil I'm gonna shave it off and, and smooth bald with the big beard the goatee beard and everything else. Really? Not, yeah, I'm keeping that. But I'll just go completely bald, shaved. You, you, you'll end up... I've shaved... My head's been shaved twice, smooth, twice. Yeah. And uh, when I was younger, yeah. um, like oh, I was, when I was 18 and then about 21, 22. And so twice I've done it. Do you, th- do you think that contributed be, I, to where we're at now? No. Okay. No, I'm just um, asking. <laughs> I just want to know. No, because I asked a hairdresser and he's like, no. No, that didn't contribute yeah, to you. Yeah, too. dude, a hairdresser is just like a prostitute. <laughs> you are paying for their them to agree with what you like. Oh, okay, right. I never looked at it that way, Ginge. Well, did, did your hairdresser ever say, no, I think this hairstyle would suit you more? No. Well, there you go. Oh, my God, Ginge, you've nailed it. Let me just... Hey. But anyway, back to my thing. I yeah. looked pretty wicked with a bald head and a goatee. I looked, I looked like a bikey. Really? Yeah, which in Queensland is not a good thing at the moment. <laughs> You'll end up looking like Jeff Bridges from Iron Man 1. Yeah, super villain-esque. Yeah, well, he, he kind of wasn't really a, a super he villain. He had a massive, gigantic set of armour that he tried to kill Iron yeah, Man with. Yeah, but that was at the end, but not at the beginning. Are you going to be a, vil- a villain from the get-go, or are you going to sort of... Well, if I was a villain from the get-go, I'd be a villain now, you twat. Hmm. Yeah, good point. Hang on. <laughs> now it makes you think, doesn't it? No, no. See, see you, you laugh too high if you're really a super villain. Oh, I'll try it again, Jim. Yeah. Second take. Yeah. 
That's your laugh. That's that's the laugh you need. Yeah, I think I'll take that laugh. Jeff Bridges. Eat your heart out. <laughs> he built it in a cave. And the sidekicks and the crew were at Supernova this past weekend. Yes, they certainly were. So uh, they've been getting some great audio grabs. We're going to be peppering our uh, upcoming podcast over the next couple of weeks with certain interviews and stuff like that. So keep an ear out. And sidekick Lowy managed to uh, have a bit of a pash with one of the James Bonds. Did he kiss him? I don't think George he kissed Lazenby. him. I think he, he touched oh, come him. Come on, dude. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the reason there's a photo is because there was a little bit of a... I'd, I'd be more worried of um, of him you know, kissing John Barrowman. Because, you know, we don't want to scare John Barrowman off. He's a, he's a top actor, you know. And I, Brendan kissing him? Ooh. I'd be scared if I was John Barrowman. And with a bit of luck, they'll... Uh well, at least they, they got to see Stanley. They got to see Stanley. Whether they get an interview with him, I guess we'll, uh, you'll have to wait and see. Ginge, it's been a pleasure once again having you on the podcast. Where can people check out our stuff? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia, at Geekspeak AU and GeekspeakAU at gmail.com. Fantastic, sir. A pleasure, like always, having you oh, on. Thank you very much. Wake up, on pots and pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geekspeak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. Stay geeky.